What I want to share with you today are some of the biggest goal setting mistakes that I've made in my career. Some of the things that I'm going to share with you today, I've got three quick big ideas. I've actually paid a lot of money to learn and work through as it related to my journey as an entrepreneur, as a parent, as as just a person who wants to accomplish things, an achiever. And I know that's who you are. So I hope you get a lot out of today's short episode, three biggest goal setting mistakes that I've made with some distinctions and a couple of exercises that you can do to make sure you're on track. If this is your first time here, my name is Daryl Evans. I'm your host. And if you enjoyed today's show, hit the follow or subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Let's jump into today's show. So let's talk about a few goal setting mistakes that I want you to avoid. These are mistakes that I've made. These are the top three that I think I've learned the most from. And I would love to share those with you today very quickly so that it helps you set better goals that are more clear, more attainable and achievable, and that give you more fulfillment. Here's number one. First mistake that I've made that I want you to avoid is looking and setting your goals based on what you see someone else doing in their business and in their life. Okay. I grew up playing sports. And so it was easy to look at what other teams were doing, the competitive aspect of attainment of a goal. And I ended up passing that on into my business world. One of the things that I think is interesting about competition and setting goals based on what others are doing, you know, you can see someone else in the gym lifting a certain amount of weight. You know, that was one of my things in my 20s. You can see somebody else lifting so much weight. You're like, oh, that's my goal to bench 315 or 425. You know, you look at someone whose business is doing eight figures and you think, well, I want to do eight figures. You see other things in other people's lives. You know, today, social media, it's easy to look at someone's Facebook page, their Instagram page, their YouTube channel and see the amount of growth or reach that they have. And then you set a goal that says, I want to do that. Well, the exercise that I'm going to talk about here in just a little bit, I hope will move you away from that thought process. But mistake number one is you need to set a goal that's internally motivating to you, not externally motivated by whatever someone else is doing. Like you cannot run your chapter two when they're running chapter 13. One of my mentors has 830,000 YouTube subscribers and I don't. He started on YouTube when I did, but he put more emphasis on YouTube and I didn't. I put it in paid advertising. So is it logical for me to wonder why I don't have 832,000 subscribers? That's silly. Even though we started at the same time on the platform, and the reason I know that is because I've heard his story, I put my emphasis on paid advertising. Does that mean my strategy was right and his was wrong? No. Does it mean his strategy was right and mine was wrong? No. But if I decide today that I want to go on YouTube and build a YouTube channel, I shouldn't set the goal of being 832,000 subscribers. I hope that makes some sense. And you can apply that to any area of your life. Mistake number two is not clearly defining why the goal matters to you. Okay. One of the most important exercises I've ever been given, two of them I'm going to share with you. This one exercise, I think, changed the game for me in goal setting. I learned it in 2003 when I was working with one of my coaches. And the way they gave me the exercise was once you state the goal, once you state the thing that you want to accomplish, you then ask yourself a series of one question five to seven times. By the time you ask the same question five to seven times, and you write out your answers, by the time you get to the fifth, generally at seven, it's a wrap. Maybe at five, it's a wrap. You will have what I call the head to heart connection. That was what I learned about it. So here's how it goes. You set the goal. Let's just say the goal is to earn a million dollars in your business. 
Okay. So the goal is to earn a million dollars in your business. The question that you ask yourself is, why is that important to you? Why is that important to you? Or if you're asking yourself, why is that important to me? And then you jot down your answer. By the way, this isn't a timed exercise. Take as long as you need. But why is that important to me? I might say, well, if I earn a million dollars, I'll be among the 3% of businesses that ever make a million dollars in a year. Okay, write that down. But why is being one of the 3% of all businesses who make a million dollars in a year, why is that important to you? Mm, There you go. Well, it's important to me because of X, Y, and Z. Okay, why is that important to you? So each time you're coming down, you're coming into a new answer to the same question, but you're chopping it down in bite-sized pieces. And you're going from, oh, I want to make a million dollars a year to I want to make a million dollars a year because it'll put me in the top 3%. Why is that important to you? Well, because well, I'll be able to provide whatever, or I'll be able to hire 12 people. Well, why is that important to you? Well, and you keep going down and you'll eventually find the answer that matters for you. doesn't matter that that answer matters to anyone else. That matters to you. This is what I call the head to heart connection for goal setting. Okay. That one exercise for me has always been a game changer. I started doing it when I first started taking risks financially in my businesses. It wasn't that I wanted to take the financial risks, but it was that the financial risk became necessary because there was another goal on the other side of that risk. Okay. I'm not going to go too far with that. So mistake number one was looking outside at someone else's goal. Mistake number two, not connecting the head and heart to the main goal. And I think the number three was really not chasing a goal or having a goal that was necessary, right? Necessary. I love how Brendan Bouchard says it, and he talked about it in his book, High Performance Habits. And it's one of the drivers for what we do as humans, and that is the need for necessity, right? If we don't need to do it, then we just won't. And necessity sort of ties into what we were just talking about, which is how do we get and have a need. Why is it a must? When I learned it in my 20s, listening to Anthony Robbins, you know, we have to turn our wants and we have to turn them into musts. We won't do what we're supposed to do unless it's a must, unless we must do it. We can't have this wishy-washy attitude about what this goal is. Otherwise, we just won't do it. Why is it a must that we have to get this done? What is the necessity for getting this thing done? Here's another quick exercise that I want to wrap up with. I want to share with you. And that is a way to sort of think about your goals ahead of time, right? A lot of times we set these goals and and I like to begin with the end in mind, something Dr. Stephen Covey used to talk about in his book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Begin with the end in mind. And so here's a statement that I used to write down. I write down on a frequent basis. And let's just say right now, the time we're recording this is 2022. And let's say you were thinking about the second half of the year and what you wanted to accomplish over the last six months. You basically answered this question. It's the end of 2022, and I just crushed it. And I can't believe it. Like you're fired up, right? You got to get fired up about this stuff. Like there has to be a thing that gets you jazzed. It's the end of 2022. The year is over, and I just crushed it, right? What? Three to five things happened between, let's call it July 1st through the end of December 31st, 2022. What three to five things happened that would make you say you crushed it? You crushed it. 
It's a different way of thinking about it, right? It brings you the emotion because where your emotion goes, there your energy flows, there your action goes. Oh, that sounded kind of good. <laughs> anyway, where your energy goes, your action flows as well, right? You have to have energy and emotion in the reason for the goal. So when you think about it, you're looking from the end in mind. I've already achieved the end of this year's goals and I crushed it. What would make you say that? Think about that. That goes back to the head heart connection. It goes back to that internal dialogue about what really matters to you. These were three big lessons, three big mistakes that I had to grow through so that I could, as you, I'm just like you, take my eye off of what other people were doing and focus on what really mattered to me. I hope that serves you, my friend. And if you did, hit the like, hit the follow, subscribe button wherever you're listening to this so you never miss another episode. I'll talk to you soon.